0: Welcome to the Paywall Podcast, where we discuss paywalls and paywall strategies for news and magazine publishers. This episode of the Paywall Podcast is brought to you by Leaky Paywall. Leaky Paywall is the most flexible WordPress subscription platform. Find out more at leakypaywall.com, where you can download Leaky Paywall for free. And now for today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about what percentage of your audience should be paid subscribers. In other words, if you are a local news publisher, you probably have a population base around you. If you're a magazine publisher or a niche news publisher, you probably have an idea of what your market potential is. And we're going to answer the question, what percentage of your audience should be paid subscribers? Welcome to episode 39 of the Paywall Podcast. I am here again with Tyler, and we are going to dive in deep with some numbers uh, that we have. Welcome, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and I know Tyler that you have been looking at numbers in the uh, in the uh, local news segments. So I I uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your your thoughts on that. Um, before we jump in, I wanted to share uh, one uh, very important, oh, a couple of data points, but let's start with one. So to share my screen here, and we're going to look at what the New York Times has been up to. Now, a lot of publishers will say, well, I'm not the New York Times. I, I, I can't really compare uh, with the New York Times. But you know what? We started Leaky Paywall with what basically cloning what the New York Times is doing back, back in the day with the meter paywall. And uh, that has led to quite a lot of success for publishers. Um, And if you look at today where they're standing and you look at this orange part of the graph, this is just a comparison of their digital subscriptions versus all their other revenue streams. Um, And this is a really, really important uh, metric. And I would encourage anybody who is looking at really fueling digital subscriptions to keep an eye on what the New York Times is doing, just copy what they're doing if you can, um, uh, which you can, and, uh, 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 and grow your digital side of your revenue. So this uh, mustardy color is digital subscriptions. They started in 2011. And then last year, they had their best year ever. And you can see the growth has actually accelerated in the last few years with digital subscriptions versus their print products, which if you look, uh back you could look at advertising and digital and print was a huge part of their revenue stream um about 20 years ago and today is actually a pretty small part of their uh their revenue stream and then print circulation they've done a pretty good job of hanging on but i think as all print publishers have uh seen is that that's what you that's what you're doing is you're hanging on i mean some have had success with growing print especially in in uh, more of the higher end niches and, and the magazine side. But as far as um, local news media, overall, uh, most publishers have been struggling to keep keep that going. But what we're going to talk about is this digital descri- digital subscription um, revenues. and what what percentage that you should be at as a publisher? Okay, I'm gonna reveal some numbers. You ready to jump in? Let's do
1: it, let's do it. Okay,
0: all right, cool. So let's just move this out of the way. All right, so we did a little research here. We got some data from um, a number of publications that are spread out across the country. These are all news publishers. And um, we're gonna look at audience sizes, which for the news publisher is really kind of the metro area. And then what they reported as uh, print and digital subscriptions, and then uh, we extrapolated that data into a percentage of paid paid subscribers, um, <clears throat> digital versus print, and uh, got some. There's some really interesting numbers here. Uh, if we're looking at you know bigger publishers like L.A. Times and Boston Globe, but we're also looking at um, little rock arkansas we're looking at baton rouge we're looking at san juan puerto rico uh it's a real uh seattle times we we have a real mix of publishers there's no real uh very small local publishers in this these are generally mid-market and larger publishers but i know tyler you'll weigh in on, on these numbers yep um the, the thing to look at first is what's at the bottom. In other words, what's the overall percentage? So based on population data, um, you're looking currently today a reported average about five and three quarters percentage of your population as a, as a news publisher uh, should be uh, paid subscribers, a split of print and digital. Uh, And I think that's pretty interesting. If you look, if you then break it down to digital versus print, well print's at 2.7 and digital as at 3.0 roughly. And so you have digital leading print now in general. Um, What I think is pretty fascinating about this is digital subscriptions have not been around for very long, right? In the relative scheme of subscriptions, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Subscriptions, I don't know how long have print subscriptions been around for yeah,
1: forever, yeah. Well, yeah. and just because the New York Times started in what was that 2011? Yeah. I don't think most, even most regional outlets, weren't implementing paywalls at that same point in time. It took, they're still doing it. I mean, it's still happening today. There's just now getting on board, <laughs> right? Uh, the digital train, so right?
0: Yeah, I, I think, I think you're right. I think a lot of publishers are are, you know. Just in the last few years and just certainly this year, starting to get serious about digital subscriptions Mm because it's such a revenue boom. And uh, what the New York Times is doing is exactly what, if you're listening, you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Really leaning into digital, really paying attention to the details because the upside is huge
1: for deals. Yeah, everything that the New York Times is doing is transferable to any market in this country, whether it's a small town in West Virginia or a regional outlet in Tampa Bay, for example, on this list. Any market can benefit from yep. their strategy. Yeah.
0: And what what and I'll say this and I yeah, I might get some heat for it, but you know i look at these numbers and i say okay well th- about 3% is digital subscriptions and about 2.7% is print subscriptions and that's with most publishers doing a pretty crappy job with their digital subscription experience and I, and i'm saying like this is not i don't think this is new because i hear from readers i hear from publishers you know they're sick and tired of the 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 paywall pop-ups and the annoying you know experience that they're getting on websites and everyone hates websites. And I mean, go to Reddit and <laughs> go, to, go to Twitter, <laughs> go down some rabbit holes. And it's just everyone's complaining about how, what a terrible experience it is. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be and shouldn't be. In fact, you know, we can talk about another time how your paywall actually is the relationship starting point. But yeah. even with all the terrible setups that are happening out there, digital subscriptions are still beating print subscriptions after just a few, really just a few years. Mm-hmm. of digital subscriptions being being started up. Well, so what does that tell you? You know, um tells me lots of potential. So yeah. much just at the beginning of this mm-hmm. um and I sometimes I hear yeah everybody's got subscription burnout. Hey, we don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. I, I see new we see new publishers getting turned on every month and we see them them building free registrations, we see them building paid subscriptions. And uh, some of them are just literally mm-hmm. printing money.
1: Yeah. Just- well, I think a lot of people just want to be able to support their local news uh, papers. Mm-hmm. I think they just want, they treat it like a tax. Uh, you know, I pay this every every month or every year. And this is my civic duty uh, is to have a subscription. So in a lot of ways, uh, I don't know if everyone sees it as a typical a subscription like they do to netflix or hulu or something like that mm-hmm.
0: i think it's a fair point i think most people have room for one mm-hmm. local i mean you have to have the the income of course but we are talking about people that would possibly subscribe and they'll have a local and they'll have maybe a national yeah. um some more but yeah. that's a pretty typical
1: i sometimes i hear pushback on on um you know, most people, when they do have a news, it's a news subscription that they pay for. It's typically just one. Um, yeah, you know that's that's typically the average. Um, but I think that is changing. I think that will continue to change. I think people see value in their local uh, newspaper subscriptions as more and more local news so the papers offer digital access. Um, I think, I mean, at least from what I see, I mean, people continue to to subscribe to local news all across the country, uh, papers that I work with. So um, I think there's certainly room for multiple subscriptions, whether it's multiple news subscriptions, something national, something local, magazines. I think yeah. there's there's certainly room for it. It's just a matter of being able to offer it in in the way that the consumer wants. And as we're seeing that that way is digital.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's a lot less moving parts with a digital subscription. It's, I mean, yeah. there's a level of e-commerce complexity, but it doesn't compare to print.
1: No way. And there's no, the overhead is so low. That's, yep. I think the one thing that publishers get excited about on the print side is, or on the digital side is when they do start to amass, subscribers it's like oh each new subscriber is not costing me money it's making right. me money <laughs> yeah, it's it's profit yeah. yeah yeah and those numbers you know uh, as they go up they don't they don't tend to cost you a lot more so
0: yep that is very true um we have seen switches from print to digital or continuing print but you know pivoting to digital we've seen transitions from the, the biggest one was you know 40,000 uh, free weeklies that transition to free registrations and paid subscriptions successfully. um so it's it's in if you're not in that position, you have a huge advantage. If you're in that position, you can do it. You can transition. yeah all right. so that was so number one, the I had four four data points here. Number one is digital percentage is greater than uh, print percentage. The second data point I have. Uh, we have here is that the, the smaller your population base generally the higher percentage of paid subscriber um penetration you're gonna have. Yep. So, yep. Uh, you I, know, I, you, I, go ahead. Well let me just let me just run through the data points here real quick. And and I know you have your own perspective mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. on the smaller hubs, but um you know if we look at um and there's some outliers here, but like let's go to Little Rock, right? Look at, let's look at the big numbers. Total paid subscribers, 7.5% in Little Rock. Uh, killing it on digital. Various 0.4 print, 7.1 digital, absolutely killing it. 7.5%. Little Rock is smaller than Boston, right? Smaller than LA, smaller than uh Seattle. So another big number is Baton Rouge. Nine over 9% paid subscribe percentage. Um of audience with paid subscribers. This one's a little more split, 5% print, 4% digital. I would say maybe they're working on their digital presence, but I'd say there's huge opportunity, huge upside for digital subscriptions uh, with those numbers. And then if we look on the lower end, you know, we have Philadelphia, probably a laggard. Let's say they got work to do, especially on the digital side. Are you talking 2.29% total uh, paid subscribers? one percent print 1.2 percent digital roughly um bigger market less uh, less pre- uh, penetration
1: yeah yeah I think uh, just by looking at those numbers, the larger the population they're probably still benefiting a bit from digital advertising just because of the sheer volume of traffic that they see yeah true. um and so they're maybe not as focused on digital. Uh, subscriptions but if they were they could certainly as they should be uh, they could they could certainly uh, bring in a a ton from from that absolutely absolutely
0: and you know like um, so like boston globe like i know that the boston globe student they're being very progressive. They're doing a good job promoting digital subscriptions. They're really lean. They have leaned in. It was years ago. I remember reading about the Boston Globe, kind of following up, you know, from what the New York Times was doing, and then look at the results already. You know, they're they're over six percent, six point three four percent of paid subscribers. Majority, almost five percent is digital, and then one point four is print. Hmm. And you, so you have you have um, you know, it's like any other. Uh, news area they you know relied on print forever but then when digital came around uh they just leaned in and said okay this is this is the future and and their, their numbers are, are are showing it and they're doing a really good job for a larger metro area i mean their metro population is almost five million and they're they're creeping up towards seven percent you know audience
1: uh um, market penetration you yep. know yeah, just looking at this list, it looks like they're one of the be- the, the best, or maybe the highest, based on their population. Yeah, you know. and then let's go to Little Rock, right? So now we have
0: metro population of eight hundred thousand, so not quite a million. So this is the smallest metro area here, I think. Yeah, I think- Little Rock, Arkansas, and seven and a half percent subscriber base, right? Mm-hmm. Over seven percent is digital. point four percent is print. So they have they have pivoted. Oh. They have clearly pivoted <laughs> to absolutely, you know,
1: lean in to digital subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's not uncommon when you see uh, smaller publications start to focus on digital. People do people do lean in, they do subscribe. it does work. Uh, so regardless Ty- of, of population size.
0: So, Tyler, I got to ask you then. So, yeah. for the, you, you deal with, I mean, you deal with some like, you know, I know you deal with the, like the largest uh paper in West Virginia and yeah, you also largest, deal with yeah. Yeah. a lot of small, smaller ones too. I mean, do you, do you see this, do you see any like that, that trend of you can get more of your population to subscribe with a
1: smaller metro area? No so, doubt no doubt. So I looked at a couple of publications this morning and we're, we're talking towns of 2,000 people, 2,500 people, teeny, teeny, tiny markets. Yep. And again, being in, in West Virginia, not all of these markets are, are well connected as far as internet and, and just general services are, are concerned. Um, I saw a number almost 25% of the population was subscribed to the paper. Wow, 25% <laughs> through digital through digital. Now, do I know if they're all from like living in that region? No, I'm not 100% certain that they're all in that community. But um, they all have an attachment to that community, whether they live there or not. Um, mm. That was the highest number I saw. But uh, but on average, they're, they're higher, they're much higher. Um, people are, are uh, tuned in their Mm. local their local newspaper a lot of people in local communities know their local editors their local journalists they you know these are people in their communities so there's uh there's a high percentage of of uh people that that pay for digital access print access you know
0: yeah in in these
1: communities yeah
0: i i I think you're right i think the psychology of a small community is i mean i I live in one and you want to, you want to like you feel connected. You want to stay connected. I mean, that's kind of part of the motivation I think of living around a smaller community is that connection you get.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and for this, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I lived in Boston uh, for a long time in Cambridge and then moved up to New Hampshire. Um, and it was great living in the Boston area and um, and Harvard Square was just a brilliant place to be young and and live there. I actually never subscribed to a newspaper there, <laughs> I hate to admit. yeah, um, but I was also very much an early internet adopter, so that was yeah. where my attention was. and digital subscriptions were really not a thing for in the early days. Uh, yeah. not a big thing. Uh, but then moving to a smaller area, um you, yeah. You want to connect, no yeah.
1: doubt. Yeah, it's funny you talk about that, uh like younger people and uh, not being subscribers, but that that trend I think changes as people start to buy houses and they start to have children and they're they're involved in the community on a different level. You're paying taxes that start going towards things that you're using and um right. And so your your uh, willingness to be a part and and pay for for news goes up as you as you get a bit older so yeah um, true yeah. it's not the end of the world if uh, millennials aren't um uh or or uh what's the generation before us now um z z um mm-hmm. it's okay if they're not paying for news Right now, I wouldn't expect most people at that. That age. would be my kids. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they're a little I, young for that.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they're they're there yet. Uh, every, everyone's, I think, panicked about younger people not subscribing at a high enough rate, but they they come around. I think people come around. Yeah, yeah they, I don't buy
0: that at all. I mean, yeah. you know, Netflix, I think, is proven. If you provide a, if you provide content that people want, you, we live in a subscription economy. It's just the, it's what it is. If you if you're targeting millennials, great. Uh, I mean that's 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 you know target millennials in a in a certain niche that of their interest you know mm-hmm. and make make great content they'll pay yeah it's it's like any any niche you if you have there's value you'll pay you know that's it's it. just the value proposi-
1: proposition yeah I always hate when it gets into discussions around like this generation won't do this and this generation won't do that but it's like no it's just a matter of what you said it's providing value and. If they yeah. see value, then they'll pay for it. That's yeah, absolutely. That's it.
0: Um, and, you know, it's kind of boiled down into time versus money. I mean, really, that's like what I see all subscriptions and in, in sort of in our world. It's like, well, if I can, you know, right click and get around the paywall or if I can get my news somewhere else and I don't want to and, and I'll do I'll spend time getting around things, then I have more time than money. I mean, it's what it boils down to. And then as you as you get older and earn more income, and then all of a sudden you don't have the time as much time anymore to to you know worry about trying to um get around systems and you probably your, your needs change a little bit too and you just need convenience for things. Yeah, then you pay. Mm-hmm. Um as long as the value's there. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. And local news If, if the local news publisher is sending out a weekly newsletter, that value is off the charts as far as having everything that's going on in your community, in your inbox. Um, Yeah. That's just as big of a benefit as being able to read it on the actual website. So it's, yeah, we, we talk about that all the time. It's the newsletter is literally, if you're not doing a newsletter, on and you've got a paywall you're missing out on so much potential as far as Mm -hmm. lead capture and and uh uh kind of nurturing that 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 uh, reader into um eventually into a paid subscriber so yes the nurturing Mm
0: -hmm. um okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to so the just to reinforce point number three um What's your biggest opportunity here? If you are printing something and you have print and digital and your print numbers are higher than your digital numbers, then you have a gigantic opportunity to grow your digital subscriptions. Yep. Um, I mean, I think I've pointed out a, a couple examples, but like Tampa Bay times, uh, we haven't talked about 2.8 yep. million Metro area. Print subscribers, three point six. Digital subscribers, just a a shade over one percent. Yep. They have it now. They're they're at four point seven percent, so they're just under the the quote unquote national average uh, here. This chart. Um, So they're underperforming, but if you look at the print versus digital, their digital is severely underperforming. Yep. They have an enormous enormous potential for growth here. Um, So if you're listening, Tampa Bay, just uh, (laughs) drop me an email. Um, (laughs) uh, There's, you know, uh, Long Island metro area, 5.7% market penetration, but 3.3 is print and 1.7 is digital again, underperforming on the digital side. Now, some some publishers might be working actively on their digital campaigns, but if not, very much um, need to do that. What else? Anything else that's standing out? Oh, San Juan. 6% print and 1.76% digital. So they're overperforming as far as total paid subscribers. Yeah, um, Their market's 1.2 million. So it's not a huge area. I mean, it's a good size area, but um, it's not massive. So they're actually doing a, a pretty good job <laughs> beating the average with, with subscriptions in general but at 6% print and not quite 2% digital their digital um digital potential is very very high yeah yeah okay so that's uh, that's number 3 um so i would say that uh and the last point here is if if you're looking at um and, and let's just talk a little bit about like if you run a magazine or if you run um, maybe a niche news site, um, I would just take a look at your audience size. Like what you, what you think and estimate what you think your audience size is, and um, take that and shoot for ten percent of uh, paid subscriber revenues. Um, you know if you're if you're in a niche by definition. You should be number one in your niche because that's what niches are all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe number two, uh, but um, um, focus on the niche, uh, be the number one player. I would shoot for 10% as far as digital subscriptions go. Uh, figure out, figure out where you, where you are. And uh, if you're in the, lo- if you're in the local news side and 10% digital subscriptions, my population is especially if you're in a smaller market is probably a low bar for a mm-hmm. smaller market. Yeah. Um, and if you need, if you, obviously, if you, if you're struggling with this, please get in touch. Um, yeah. Cause this is all we do every day is um, help publishers, you know, get the revenue they need.
1: Yeah, get going. and I, I think local. One thing to just point uh, one point on on local news publishers. I think they're always surprised at how much people are willing to pay mm-hmm. for those uh, local news subscriptions because the pushback that I tend to get. I, I don't get the pushback as much as I used to, but people say, "Well, well, we're not the New York Times." But I'm like, "Yeah, how? Where else are they going to get local, right, city council coverage in their community?" You can't get that from national outlets, regional outlets. You know, you have to get that typically from local news. And so, yep. I always argue: make your price comparable with the New York Times, if not more. In some cases, it's a whole discussion on pricing, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that's how you're able to make a digital subscription model uh, sustainable and and feasible
0: and that, and now we have the numbers to prove it. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not the New York Times. You actually have an advantage over the New York Times. That's right. You have that's a monopoly right. in your local news area. Yeah. The New York Times does not have a monopoly on national news or no. international news. They're competing with a lot of big players internationally and mm-hmm. and nationally. But if you're if you're focused on local news and you're really the number one yeah. in local news, then that's you should be your 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 percentages should be
1: higher. Yep. Yeah. For sure. It's it's the niche, right? So, yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. I think that's a good way place to wrap up. Uh, any questions? Send them in, please. Um, info at zine101.com. Z E Z E E N 101.com. Info at zine101.com. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you. Catch you next time. All right. Thanks for listening to the Paywall Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch to discuss subscription strategy, go to leakypaywall.com. See you next time.